Welcome to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis presented by your hosts, John, Jordan, and Dave. And this is OOBG Radio. This is John coming to you live from beautiful Costa Rica. And I'm joined by Monroe and Brian from uh, uwager.eu. Exciting week this week. We've, uh, we're preparing for World Cup. We got a little bit of uh, NFL. We got a little bit uh, Coangelo. What's going on with the 76ers? NBA playoffs. Are the Cavs going to come out ahead or what's going on? Stanley Cup. What a win. We got all this going on. A little bit of baseball for you. But first, we're going to start out with World Cup. Uh, we're real excited about this over here at OOBG Radio. Um, Monroe, what you got for me for World Cup right now? World Cup time, man. It, it, I get excited every time it comes around, once every four years. We're less than a week away here from the World Cup. Uh, just to kind of set the stage for some people, maybe our, our followers of world soccer, others maybe not. Just some basics. Uh, you got a lot of the world's best players coming together. Some of the, the best teams are sending their best players to represent their country. Uh, specifically, just for your information, Manchester City out of England is sending the most players to the World Cup with 16. Then, of course, you got Real Madrid. They just won the UEFA Champions League there in second place with 15 players. Wow. I mean, and with with uh, Real Madrid and um, and uh, I know that the other uh, big one is uh, uh, Barcelona, right? Barcelona's actually sending uh, over about 13 or 14 players. Wow. You've got another six teams sending more than 10 players, and they're, they're all regulars in the UEFA Champions League circuit. So Makes you're going to see a lot of the, the players that you're used to seeing in world football but mixed up, mixed and matched here. Playing against each other. Playing against each other. On the same team sometimes. So, speaking of Barcelona, you know, and uh, their, their, their star, one of their stars over there, uh, um, Messi. Lionel Messi, right? Mr. Argentina himself. <laughs> so, I heard uh, I heard that, that um, he was going to have a, like a friendly game with uh, Israel. Well, all, all of the national teams, international teams are playing their last games before the World Cup. They're friendly matches. They don't count for anything. Just to kind of get in shape. Right. Make sure you know, the, the chemistry is there right. and how the coaching works out. Work out the kinks. There, there was one last game for Argentina to play in Israel, in Jerusalem. And because of some issues, uh, some things that have happened. Well, there, there was some drama, right? I, I mean, I heard yeah. that, uh, you know, because... Of uh, the whole thing about um, basically uh, Israel has been uh, has been pushing the fact that uh, Jerusalem is the capital now. Um, you know the Jewish community is uh, very, or a large part of the Jewish community is very, very uh, uh, proud of that. And so they, I guess, the game was going to be played in Jerusalem as yes. opposed to be played in Palestine. And so a Palestine group that represents uh, the, you know, uh, the Palestine, I guess, the the soccer over there. They had um, they 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 basically sent uh, death threats to to Messi, to and Messi to some other players, and some other players some from Argentina, yes. yeah, and to their family, saying that if they showed up to play, then they would do this, that, or the other to their family. So they did do something to jerseys too. They took like uh, yeah, Messi red, jersey and put red paint red over his name or something. Blood. You know, and and so what happened was uh, Messi decided, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna play. I mean, you guys can go. But um, I feel like this could be a credible threat, mm. you know. Um, can't, so, you can't blame him for that. No, you, you can't. You, it's you a friendly gotta, game. What's it worth anyway? 
You know, why go risk your life to play in a you game that doesn't health, mean anything? The player's health before, you know, a simple friendly game. I mean, yeah, and there's a lot of sides to this. Man. You know, the, the Israeli embassy was sad to announce, I quote, sad to announce the cancellation of this game. The Palestinian Football Association welcomed the decision. And they actually thanked Messi for, for, for pushing to cancel the game. So that, that basically was like a terrorist act, you know? So you're using political, you're using force to... To uh, enforce your, your, your political view, mm-hmm. okay, that's that's the definition of terrorism. And, and we hate to see that get involved with our sports, you know right? I mean? and, and and I think Argentina, they the team, as a team, they decided to look at uh, Messi's case and then and they they supported him, and the whole team decided, you know what, we're not going to play at all. If Messi's not going to play, and we think it's yeah, a credible threat, him. they got behind him, and so now Israel. Uh, is uh, you know they 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 did uh, solicit uh, the FIFA, um, which is the one that controls the World Cup mm-hmm. organization. Um, they did ask them to sanction the Argentine uh, team and to not allow them to play in the World Cup because of this, alleging that this is some type of uh, racism against uh, uh, the Jewish community. Um, when uh, Messi and the uh, and the coach of the Argentine. Uh, team uh, did did mention you know it's this is strictly a, a, a safety issue security issue and uh, we don't feel um, because uh, I mean notes were sent to these players homes you know so um, if they know where they live they know what's going on they, these are real credible threats yeah, so I don't, think, I don't think in that situation when you are who you are you can take any threat like that unseriously you know what I mean you, you got to Give some credibility to that, especially when you're dealing with your family. No game yeah. is important enough to where you need to play it when you're getting death threats. Yeah. I mean, they made the right move. In order for a safety, it's not a big game. It didn't mean anything to them. Like, no. yeah, it might have shown them what they're working with for the World Cup, but at the end of the day, uh, you got Lionel Messi. You got a couple few good players. You know where you stand. Some you other headed. some other implications on this are the Palestinian Football Association is saying that by accepting to play this friendly match. Uh, with Israel in the occupied city of Jerusalem, uh, that Argentina could risk flagging themselves as ineligible or unworthy to host the World Cup in 2030. You know, that's a big deal. Argentina hasn't hosted a World Cup in a long time. So this is something that the Palestinian Football Association is pushing. Uh, It's getting real messy out there. No no, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. And uh, speaking of really good teams and good sports, I mean, we're going to have lots more of World Cup coming up. But um, uh, I mean, let's come back to the states. Let's let's look at what we're all waiting for. Um, we're waiting for the next uh, four or five months of of pure NFL action yeah. coming up pretty soon. Yes, um, so bring it in for me. Well, we got a lot going on in the NFL actually. Uh, he- headlines: uh, Julian Edelman is going to be suspended. We're looking at a four-game suspension. Uh, we've got OTAs going on. Some shifting around going on with the with the depth charts. Uh, we also got Canadian football that's just about to kick off here next week. So for those of you who uh, can't wait to get some action on, on football, uh, look at that Canadian football league. Yeah, Johnny right Manziel, now, yeah. It, well, Johnny Manziel, Mr. Football. playing over there in CFL. Johnny right Football! <laughs> who, who, do you know what team he's playing for? Is it Saskatchewan or something? This is not a team that I would put my money on. <laughs> uh, moving on, speaking of decent quarterbacks or up-and-coming quarterbacks, we got uh, Jarvis Landry. Ex-receiver for the Dolphins, has recently moved to the Browns. He seems to be real happy with his new quarterback tandem. Uh, Of course, right now the starting quarterback will be Tyrod Taylor, freshly moved over from the Bills. He says he's got great rapport with him. He likes the way that Tyrod Taylor takes the extra step. 
and organizes uh, team activities outside of practice. Uh, Baker Mayfield, the rookie, they picked number one there. Uh, he likes them. He likes him a lot too. Says that they're way better than the quarterbacks that he's had in taking Miami. Taking a stab at Miami. Yeah, that, taking yeah. a little stab at Tennessee. But you know that's how receivers are. Sometimes you get a little prima donna out of them. Speaking of which, uh, Terrell Owens. Not sure if you guys have heard, but uh, he's uh, he's yeah. gonna be inducted into the Hall Making of Fame. Making headlines again. Making headlines again. He yeah. made the Madden cover, the wow. Hall of Fame edition Madden cover. He's on there in a Cowboys jersey of all of all things. <laughs> Uh, but he decided that he's not going to attend the Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony. So he's going to throw his own party, right? He said he was going to do something else. He, he's going to do his own event. He wants to spend that day that's so special to him with other people. He's also interested in coming back to the NFL. Did you hear his uh, interview with Colin Coward? No, I didn't Yeah, he was on Colin Coward saying that he's still... Uh, a top receiver in the league at 44 years old, and that he could come back and and play for the Rams. He always the took real real good care of his body. He was real serious about his work. It's it's possible. What do you think about him not going to this ceremony though? Uh, I think it's Terrell Owens. I think that's just his deal. You know, I, I, it, it didn't surprise me. You know, uh, one thing that I did like about the one thing that I saw recently was something Michael Irvin said, which was when. Uh, Recently, when Terrell Owens was campaigning to be inducted to the Hall of Fame, he even made his own gold jacket, and he had like his own, all of his career stats on the jacket <laughs> and everything, draw attention to his cause. And now he's not even going to be there to accept the real gold jacket? I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It, like Literally, <laughs> out of all the things he's done in his career, like this is the least surprising thing. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. Uh, moving on, uh, next receiver. I guess we got a receiver theme today. Julian Edelman, uh, possibly suspended for four games. For performance enhancing drugs. This is currently under appeal because apparently Edelman has taken hundreds of tests before and he's never failed any of them. Will the appeal work? Uh, it's, it's hard to say. Uh, Richard Sherman sent his PED case out for appeal in 2012 and he won it. You think this is going to be a similar outcome for Julian Edelman? We'll see. So, you know, with Edelman out, you just kind of got to wonder who else could maybe take over. Are they going to bring somebody in in New England? Des Bryant is still on the free agent market. Uh, you also got Jeremy Macklin and a couple of others. Uh, but moving on, uh, big news this week. The Philadelphia Eagles, world champion Philadelphia Eagles, did not attend the White House ceremony that's customary for every major sports team who's, who's a champion to attend. Uh, a little bit of drama on this. Did you see it? On, on I, I heard that the, that the, they a lot of the players weren't going to attend. That's and so... Trump um, disinvited the whole team altogether. Yeah, Trump, Trump decided to post something on social media on Twitter. Did you see the tweet? Brian? I didn't. Did he actually like disinvite them, or did he just yeah. say, you know what, let's not waste each other's time? He's, he said, uh, there's not enough players that want to come to the event, so we've decided to cancel it. The White House decided to cancel it. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, how many other Doesn't important things sense, he got to do no, than right. to worry it about five players coming to it? I mean, this, it works out for both parties. They yeah. didn't want to go in the first place. There you go. Now he can worry about other stuff. I, I think it's dumb. I think that, honestly, Trump is acting like a little girl. He, he felt like he was going to have a party and he wasn't going to be the center of attention and people weren't going to show up and Trump can't have that. His ego just cannot take that. Uh, I mean, the, the Eagles... He, Trump decided to make this whole thing about the national anthem. Again, the national anthem rule. He's had his hand in this issue the whole time, the league making this new rule. Well, he's proud of his national anthem. He's proud that's of his right. country. Everybody, he's proud. The national anthem 
stands for a lot. I completely understand. You know? and if but you, as, a, as a government official, he does not need to be putting his hands or his influence into a private corporation like the NFL. And that's what he's doing. He's trying to influence a private corporation to do what he feels should be done. Well, I think a lot of people, I think it's the fans. I think he's there voicing the fans, the, 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 the hard, you know, today middle class workers that actually watch the NFL, that actually do all that. Um, you know, they a lot of them have voiced their, their their opinions about you know you want to you want to protest great awesome. Here's the thing. So here's here's the thing. In, in Trump's in Trump's tweet, he said that not showing up to the White House is the same as staying in the locker room during the national anthem. So he's equating this whole thing to the Eagles staying in the in the locker room to, for the national anthem, which they haven't ever done. As a matter of fact, last year no Eagles players took a knee during the national anthem. Now, we did have Malcolm Jenkins, who raised a fist during the National Anthem for several games, but that stopped as soon as the NFL made a $100 million donation to multiple charities. On the other hand, uh, Senator Bob Casey of Pennsylvania said he was also going to skip the White House event and invited the team to tour the U.S. Capitol building instead. So I like that there. He's reaching out there. Other, other uh, politicians getting involved. Uh, Philadelphia mayor says that this act proves Trump is not a true patriot. Well, the Golden State Warriors definitely didn't go to the White House last year. Yeah. And, they, and they said, well, LeBron actually said it this year a couple weeks or a week ago. He said, I think whoever wins uh, isn't, isn't going to go, whether it be Golden State or Cleveland, they LeBron says neither of them are going to go. Yeah, and he, Steph, he and Steph Curry both said that they wouldn't go if they were the winners of the of the championship this year. I think Trump was just you know embarrassed and thought that that was going to be the same thing that was going to happen here with the Eagles, so he, he shut it down like a little girl. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're not being patriotic. I mean, let's put down both sides should just put down their arms and say, you know what, we're going to do this for this country. We're going to do this for the fans. It's going to be about. Basketball. You know what, That's let's, it. Let's not make it about patriotism. Let's not make it about politics. These guys didn't want to go in the first place. The president knew that. So he said, you know what? Let's not waste each other's time. All right? You guys just won't come. I'll go do something <laughs> so, so else. So the president was a bigger man in this situation. I wouldn't say he was a bigger <laughs> man, but, but why waste each other's time? Why even think about going when you don't want to come anyway? If you don't want to be here, I don't want you to be it's here. Not, it's not like the president said, I'm going to do something better with my time. He still did the event. But he did it as a let's celebrate America thing. Oh, so he's about just he's doing so he's doing an event. But the Eagles I kind of like that though. To the event. Right. I, 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 I was watching that. I kind of liked it. Are, Are we, we sure about should, that? We should we're do more sure more of that. Happened this week. They should do more about about pro American pro pro there's, there's um, celebration. That, uh, but July Fourth isn't enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, man, we got to be a proud country. And I, I love America. I do. I miss it every day. But you know. Anyways, uh, NBA. We got Game Four coming up here. LeBron's going at home again. Yeah, he's I, got he's got too much heart to to lose, to be swept. Are you sure? I, I are you think, sure? Yeah, I, I think I think he's got too much heart. I think tonight he goes off to another 50, 58 point game. Something. The stupid. odds are against him. The odds are definitely against him, man. But when have yeah. the but when have the odds not been against him other than when he played for the Heat? All right, I think LeBron he's just got too much heart to be swept by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I no, think he, there's there's no way LeBron goes out willingly without a fight. You're going to see a new LeBron, or I guess the same LeBron that we've seen this whole playoff series, of him just being dominant. I think we see that again here in Game 4. I think we can finally see them pull out a win, give them something uh, to, to the Cleveland fans before LeBron possibly leaves. Oh, I think he's definitely leaving after this year. I don't think even if they win, uh, pull it off, 
I don't think there's a chance he stays in Cleveland this year. No, you don't think so? I don't think so. I think he goes – I mean, there's a speculation of him even going to Boston. You know, I Houston, agree. I, you know. I, I still – I stand by my, my – it's not because I'm biased, for, you know, because I'm from Southern California, but I still say that he's – I mean, there's no better group for him in his situation to go he's to not, the Lakers. He's not going to the Lakers. Well, I mean, if anything, he, he's got to get past Golden State. He's got to get past that's, Golden that's State. That's the in only this way. this series, he'll have to get past Golden State next, next year. year. Uh, right now they got him at minus four and a half. Mm-hmm. If you wager, they what? got, they got the, the Golden State Warriors at minus four and a half. If you wager. what better team to do that with? Boston, Houston, Lakers. Uh, there's a lot of better teams to do it with for sure. I mean, uh, why go to the West Coast where it's already down? Why not go to the East Coast, dominate the East Coast, and then play? Well, so hold on, State. so hold on, hold on. So are we just all in agreement that the, the Warriors have this series? Yes. Yeah, end of conversation. Yeah. End of conversation. I don't think it's they done. sweep. I don't think they sweep. You don't think they sweep? No, I think LeBron. John, do they sweep? Up. Yeah, they sweep. They, they sweep. sweep. I'm Brian, sorry to say. Sweep? No. I don't think they sweep. I think LeBron gets that one win. Another thing for his legacy, his resume for his legacy. Even if, if he pulls out one game in this series, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Huge. I mean, that's and, huge. And then on to the next chapter. Yeah. I liked, I liked Philadelphia for his next landing place. Yeah, but with that whole Coangelo thing that yeah, went the on. the Coangelo they, issue is a big deal. But then you... They decided to part ways with each other. They did. He, he, so wait, wait, wait. What like, happened? They they decided yesterday that they were going to part ways. Or I'm sorry. Um, um, the 76ers and Coangelo. Yeah, the 76ers decided to part ways with Coangelo. Okay. He, supposedly and he resigned. He found out his wife was was the one doing all these Twitter accounts. Right. There were some Twitter accounts that were created. Uh, there were some disparaging comments made towards the players. Even some personal medical records. Released about these players. Wow. This was the type of information that Colangelo needed to have kept under wraps. This is not the type of thing that you can just take lightly. Correct. And allow anybody to have access to. So, question is, who does the fault, the, the fault fall upon? Was it Colangelo's fault? Was it his wife's fault? He says she... She was out of line. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she I, got I, out of pocket. He threw her straight under the bus. She it got didn't out of look pocket back. And, and she decided to do some, some shit on her own. Yeah. She shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's, I mean, this is your typical narcissist. This typical guy, you know, he's he blames everyone else. It's not my fault, of course. No one, everybody know this. It's not my fault. But yet I'm going to go ahead and be the bigger man because I have the, the head that's inflated. And I'm going to... Forgive her, and I'll give her the second chance, and I'm going to be the one that's stepping down. Come on. Who do you think you're talking to? Come on, man. I mean, Coangelo, I mean, we all know that you resigned because you were going to get booted off, okay? You didn't want to make it worse. He did the politically correct thing, which I guess when you're in that position, you, you have to. He's got enough money. He doesn't need the. He doesn't yeah, need see you later. Position. We'll never hear another thing about him. Yeah, yeah. I think, I this think is it. This is the last right. time we ever hear about Brian Colangelo. In the meantime, uh, the the Sixers did promote their head coach to the interim uh, president. Really? Yes. So now they're looking for a, a new head coach, right? Well, I don't know. I think he's still going to be the head coach. Oh, he's going to oh. he's going to wear multiple hats, huh? Yeah, he's he's going to be the head coach. Uh, we'll see how that works out for him. We'll see what changes he makes. Maybe that means he has more control over the personnel changes this offseason. That could mean LeBron. Is LeBron going to want to go into a situation like that that's coming out of recent turmoil? Uh, I mean, I see a couple good fits for him. I see him in Houston. I see him in Boston. I see him at 76ers. Just at this point. You see him in the Lakers? I, I really want to see him stay on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I really want to stay. The West Coast is taken care of. Let Golden yeah, State the, have the West. The West is Let's make a team in the East. 
Let's make a team in the East. Yeah. You know, it, right? Because right now everyone knew that no matter what happened, the West was going to win this playoffs. No, everyone in, knew that. It was just a matter of who they played. If he stays in the East, I, I like him to go to the Sixers. If he's if he's bold enough to say, okay, I'm going to face the Golden State Warriors in every finals from here on out, then he'll go to the West. And that means he might not get to the finals that much anymore. Really? He might go to Houston, and he might not make it past Golden State. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. you got to make sure that you're playing Golden State in the finals, not in the semis, not in the quarters. You need to make sure that you're contending. It's the only way you're making it in this league. you got to make sure you're contending with the Warriors. If you're not, what are you doing? Yeah, I think, I think we'll see some interesting stuff this season. I mean, nowadays a super team in the NBA is so common, but you don't even really want to see it. But I guess everybody's got a super Boring. team. So, so you got to fight fire with fire. Maybe we see LeBron team up with Kyrie Leonard. I'd like to see him hook up with Paul George. They're supposed to be good friends. We'll see I heard happens. some stuff about Paul George and LeBron. He's going to hook up with the Paul with the ball crew in L.A. With the ball crew. <laughs> uh, I don't see it. I don't see it for him in L.A., but eh, I could be wrong. You can keep you know you can keep your hopes up. One thing's for sure, we, we're, gonna, <laughs> you know, we're gonna try to get some lines on that. We're gonna try to get a prop bet on where LeBron we do. ends up. So we actually way. do have a prop bet up on our on you wager right now about where LeBron's gonna land. Um, right. Actually, if you check check, check us out, out on Facebook, uh, we got a post up about it as well. So check that out. See what you like. See where you want to put your money. You can win some money on it. Don't just talk shit about it at the bar with your friends. Put some money on it. Put your money where your mouth is, and if LeBron lands there. You have a nice payday. There you go at uwager.eu. And uh, speaking of other beautiful sports, one of my favorite sports is uh, Major League Baseball. I love it. I miss it so much being over there. Um, you know, they were talking about the top three best MLB players uh, in the at, league right now. In the league right now. Okay. Yeah. You know, and it's no secret that you know Mike Trout from the Angels. He's leading the pack. I mean, you can't even argue with with. Anyone about him being the best player in MLB right now? I I'm, agree. His season is just too good. He's, you know, he's he's doing well. I mean, uh, let's props to him. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Mookie Betts as well, doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, he he was nobody two three years ago, and now he's uh, he's he's in all over the radar here on all these sports websites. Um, and then, uh, interestingly enough, coming in third is uh, Jose Ramirez from the Atlanta Braves. The you Braves know, are having a great season. And the Braves are having a great season. So, I mean, yeah. we're, we're, I think... Uh, There's a lot of changes at the top there in the MLB lately. Yeah. I, I can't even keep track of them. I don't even know who's number one anymore. Well, I, I, think it's, I think it's like a tide type of situation where you got... You know, it's, it's, it's between Boston, it's between Yankees, between uh, Astros... Um, it's, it's not even changing once a week. It's changing like midweek. You'll see the Astros on top. You'll see the Yankees on top. You'll see the Red Sox on top. It all depends on who has their day off. I, I mean, that's pretty much how that works at this point. I mean, they're just they're keeping up to par with each other so well that uh, you, you know you can't keep track of who's on top at, at one at I, one time. I saw that the Mariners and Brewers are also in the top five now. Yeah, 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 that's true. There's been a lot of movement. There's a lot of movement. It's, it's good competition in the MLB. But like I said before, and I've been saying this, you know, since the since the season started, I still feel we're still real early in the game. Oh yeah, you know, and I think that a lot will change. I like these movements that these teams have been having. Everyone's real competitive, but only the true leaders are going to be the ones that are going to keep this up and literally move ahead of the pack. Right now, kind of looking at it like like a horse race where all the horses are pretty much even. At some point, probably somewhere in the next couple of months, we'll start seeing one horse move ahead of the other or a couple of horses. Speaking of horses, we got that big Belmont this weekend. Justified. Don't forget, justified. 
Going for, for the triple crowd. We haven't seen it for a while. Uh, take a look at those lines too. You wager. So pull it out. Yeah, make sure you go to youwager.eu and you can mention the word podcast and uh, we'll take care of you, okay? It's 100% promo up to $1,000. Make sure you, you, you take advantage of this. You know, Justify is going to... Gonna go ahead and uh, take take care of business here. So we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, t- speaking of taking care of business, you guys see the whole uh, Stanley Cup thing, huh? Ovechkin, like I said, I mean it, it, they took care of business a lot sooner than I thought they would they would. Uh, but it's like I said, the Caps. Did you see it as a six game? Seven I thought game it was series, a seven or? game. I thought Vegas yeah. would put up a lot more fight. I thought they would win um, yeah. at home last night, especially um, when they, when they tied up the series. It got a level one one. You thought one, one, okay, and then this is going to be an even battle. And then the Capitals just ran with it, man. They had too much mo- after that first win. They had too much momentum going forward, and they ran with it, which they needed to do. Flurry, that goalie that I was talking about, that I, that I thought was going to be the difference maker. He ended up. He choked. Uh, yeah, he, he choked. I mean, Alexander Ovechkin just had all the answers in this series. He's he had, he had his shots on target most of the time. He, like I said, man, it, it was a long journey for him. Fourteen years in the NHL, and that's all. It's all he's ever wanted. He just wanted the cup. He came over for Russia just to get the Stanley Cup to say that yeah. he was the champion in the best hockey league in the world, or else he would have stayed in Russia. Yeah, and he's finally won it after fourteen years. It's been a long journey for him. He also won the Conn Smythe last night. Um, this, this is a huge turning point for his career. This is huge for him. And after the game last night, I don't know if you guys saw the video, but he, he, he took advantage of where he was at. He was in Vegas. Oh. He went. He took the Stanley Cup to a club with him and was dancing next to Tiesto. Wow. As, oh, as Tiesto was DJ. DJ. Huh? That's like the biggest DJ in Vegas right now. Yeah, right now, yeah, Tiesto, I mean, he's the biggest, one of the biggest DJs in the world. Uh, not only Vegas, yeah, but okay. he was sitting there. Raising the Stanley Cup at a club, just bouncing around with Tiesto. Um, so I can only, I'm so happy for him, man. I'm so happy. I've, I've been waiting for this, um, you know, ever since my Red Wings kind of dropped out of contention for this cup. Uh, the Capitals have definitely been my favorite, just just purely because of Ovechkin and, and his standing well, in the And, league. you know, the, well, on the other side, I think that the Vegas Knights, they did an excellent job. No, of course. Congratulations oh, every, to yeah. Ovechkin. Congratulations to the Capitals. Las Vegas, congratulations as well, man. You guys have everything to be proud of. You created a market for your team. You right. created you the team. You created the hype. You guys did that yourselves. Uh, now you guys deserve every right to go celebrate this season. Next yeah. season, who knows? Maybe you guys come back and you win it. And and not only that, you got the Raiders coming to town soon. Yeah. John Bruin is in charge again. You've got a winning culture starting to be established already in Las Vegas. It makes you think, too, maybe maybe an NBA team goes there within the next five years mm-hmm. or so. You've got some teams that are contenders. I agree. Uh, you know, Grizzlies, possibly. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But Las Vegas, great job for yourselves uh, as, a, as a city. It's a sad a day, sport though. city now. It's a sad day because hockey's over, man. There's no more hockey. <laughs> it's a sad but day. You know what? we got World Cup coming up. we still got MLB. Uh, you know, NBA is almost over, but, uh, you know, and of course, everyone's waiting for football. Football season's right around the corner. We'll be preparing for that here at, uh, you know, OOBG Radio. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's that's been today's podcast. I thank you, Monroe, and thank, thank you. you, Brian, from uwager.eu. This has been John from uh, OOBG Radio, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis podcast. Check in each week for more on sports news and forecasting. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media website and on OOBG.com.